0: Hey Graphic Audio fans, this is Dwayne Beeman here with this week's Pick of the Week. My pick this week is Ari Marmel's A Mick Oberon Job Number 2, Hollow Point. This second book of the series takes us back to 1930s Chicago, when Private Eye and Faye Prince Mick Oberon is asked by the police to provide some assistance in tracking down a rare antique spear stolen from the museum. In his investigation, Oberon quickly learns that there are several parties connected to the supernatural Otherworld who are equally determined to locate the stolen object. Mick's investigations lead him to a list of seemingly unrelated murders, which are a part of an elaborate plot to instigate a war between the two worlds. Can Mick get down to the nit behind the pending war, and who's behind it? You're gonna have to get the book to find out. Another great story from Ari Marmel that has been turned into a stellar graphic audio production, courtesy of director Terence Asleford and sound designer John Glennon. The graphic audio bullpen does its job in providing great acting performances for this title, led by Eric Messner playing our favorite Faye P.I., along with Elizabeth Jernigan, Chris Ginobah, Scott McCormick, and Matthew Keenan among others. You will thoroughly enjoy this story, so don't delay. Pick up a Mick Auburn job number two today. Let's listen to a clip of Graphic Audio's production of Ari Marmel's A Mick Auburn job number two, Hollow Point.
1: About three hours later, I arrived at the Lambton Worm. You remember the Lambton Worm, right? I ain't wasting my breath spinning you all these yarns, am I? Fine, real quick then. The Lambton's one of the best hotels in our Chicago, caters to any and every kind of fay. You got your modern-style hotel rooms, your castle bed chambers, your hollows in the trees, your tunnels in the mounds, each in its own section of the joint. You've also got the massive stone serpent wriggling and winding its way around the entire building, which the owner says was a real dragon until a basilisk caught its eye, and everybody else says is just a damn statue. Some swanky glass-revolving door, some carpeted pathway winding between forests of decorative columns and actual trees, both. Same menagerie of every kind of seal that you can imagine, staff and guests, same counters and tables, same array of hotel bars serving the same array of a million kinds of gut. And, as it happened, the same pain in the ass spriggan sitting and drinking in one of them, with the same beige overcoat, pixie puke orange fedora and bushy red beard that didn't need a trim so much as a good brush fire. He was six foot tall at the moment, which ain't his tallest or his shortest, but the height he tends to favor when dealing with us normal sized folks. I knew he could break nine when he got good and steamed, if not even taller, and the sight of me was always enough to stoke the boiler. He'd have given you a whole heap of reasons he didn't care for me. Me, I figure he was just threatened. I worked as the Lampton's house dick for a while before him, and I've got a solid hunch he's afraid I was better than he is. Wouldn't surprise me if I was, either. God damn it, Mr. Oberon! Didn't you make enough trouble for us last time you were- I got no time to play today. Can we just skip right to the part where you stomp off all sullen and resentful to tell Yelveth I need to see her? I promise, we can compare pecker sizes twice next time to make up for it. He started getting hot under the collar, putting on about five inches.
0: First off, that's Mrs. Yelveth to you, Boyle. It really isn't. And second, why in the name of any god you care to invoke would I want to- Come over here
1: and search me. Compare my- What the hell did you just say? Search me. You know what you'll find? Uh, you'll find that I got nothing on me but my wand, identification, and a list of names. The and faded back to about six feet again. It's fine and dandy, but... What you will not find is anything of value. No water cash, no shiny jewelry, no pretty magic you In short, you'll find exactly squat that I could offer Yelveth as a gift. So come on, let's get this over with. Nah, I take your word for it. But I never asked if he had... Now you're supposed to be a detective, yeah? I am a detective. So let's try some inductive reasoning. You know how much I hate coming home, so why am I here in Elf And specifically here at the Lambton. I don't have enough scratch on me to bunk here for the night. You need Mrs. Yelvest's help. Same as always, leaning on the hard work of others. Right. And we both know my last visit wasn't a lot of fun for her, so it ain't too probable she's going to help me just out of the goodness of her heart. Not on anything heavy, anyway. And we also both know I wouldn't be here for anything small. Since we just established I don't come bearing gifts that might buy me some consideration, what's that leaves lacking? Either what you need's big enough that you'd put yourself in debt for it, or it's something you figure she'll
0: help you with for her own interests. Not bad.
1: Now, in either of those cases, you want to be the one to explain why you didn't give the boss the chance to hear the skinny and make up her own mind? He just sort of deflated back to his normal three feet and change. I'll go tell Mrs. Yelvets you're here. You stomp off sullenly and reluctantly do that.
0: If you enjoyed listening to the clip of a Mick Oberon job number two, Hollow Point, you can purchase this title right here on our website www.graphicaudio.net The book can be purchased in all available download formats MP3, M4B and FLAC. You can also grab it in audio CD format and you can listen to your downloads anytime, anywhere with our free Graphic Audio Access app available for Apple and Android devices. Be back next week as I'll have another pick of the week for you. Until then, peace.